A new era in Snickles. Uh, no, I already unboxed it. I already did it. Well, we, I, I specifically told you to not. Alrighty. Yeah, Darren. I thought we had a big announcement. I thought it would be that would be enough. I thought we could just do the big announcement instead of you know. No, did did you? I could, I have another package upstairs. I could go grab and unbox if that's what uh, you want. No, it's not worth it at this point. Let's just uh, let's just keep let's just keep it moving. You know. Um, All right. You are correct. A new era in Snickles. This is a new era in Snickles. Uh, it is 2020. And we're trying to light a fire under our own asses uh, in more ways than just this one. But this is the one for the podcast, you know? So, yeah. Uh, you want to just tell them what it is? This is this has really been spearheaded by Darren. Uh, it's a movement that I'm all for. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for this, but it was all Darren's idea. He, he was really the driving force here. He really, for once in his goddamn lazy, pathetic, selfish life, actually went out and did something. So, Darren, do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about it? Uh, I kind of yeah, less now, but uh, less now than I did before. But uh, I'll still talk about it. So Snickles is, we've decided to make a YouTube channel. Uh, I found out we kind of already did. Jake posted one video on the YouTube channel uh, before the announcement video that uh, was, That's was true. posted uh, more recently. And, uh, you know, um, you can... F- There's actually a second video in that series uh, on my hard drive that I haven't posted yet. Well, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so we, yeah, we're going to YouTube. It doesn't necessarily mean we're going to post the podcast itself on YouTube yet. Uh, that's probably that. We still got to figure that out. That's still kind of in the works. Uh, yeah, definitely. We'll like I'm still in my parents' basement. Yeah. Uh, for this episode and the next episode, so definitely for these two, I would say it won't unless Darren wants to record his screen and then just put my audio in which he could do absolutely we could yeah that'd be that'd be cool too because i would my screen would be big and you'd be small which is what everyone wants to see i that wasn't necessarily my exact thought but okay uh anyway um (laughs) uh so yeah we are going it's mostly gonna be videos just of us individually talking about um, certain topics. It's going to be in the style of, um, you know, lots of, I mean, pretty much most YouTubers, I guess. I mean, the style that makes all of you motherfuckers happy. Uh, no, we're, that's not why we're doing it. We're actually doing it because I find that it's, it's, it's probably going to be a lot of fun for both of us just to get Talk about talk about <laughs> certain things that we want to talk about and things that we haven't covered on the podcast. Make it funny. We do. I think we need a visual medium. We will. We're announcing this now. In 2020, Snickles will be funny. Finally. Uh, after a long wait. We're calling it. 
We're calling it Funny 20 or 20 Funny. We haven't agreed on which, uh, which order it should be in. But one of those... Uh, this is our third calendar year doing this podcast. Um, and we finally decided it's time to make, make something funny. It won't be the podcast still. It'll be the videos. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> we just need a visual medium. Uh, and I think it'll be better if we, you know, can air out some of the topics that we, especially with like Star Wars. Like us talking about Star Wars has made it obvious that we need to air out some of these grievances a little bit more than usual. And like, not to say that we're just going to these post grievances, a bunch of Star you Wars could shit. say. Ha <laughs> That's the kind of comedy you can expect in Snickles Funny 20. Um, yeah, so give us a like and subscribe uh, on YouTube. We're just Snickles on YouTube, so check us out. Uh, we don't have, we only we only Snickles spelled just like the just like the podcast name. Exactly. We only have two videos <laughs> as of now and uh we will have many more to come in the future. Um, hopefully, uh, we're not gonna. We're, we're just gonna post as we see fit, really. Like to see what what topics we want to talk about. Those are gonna be when how. There's no. We don't have a set schedule for the YouTube channel. We just want to make a lot of content and a good amount. You know. So there you go. Uh. I feel like I feel like Darren's energy dwindled there. It's just gonna be fun. It's just gonna we're just gonna have fun, okay? It's just gonna be us having just fun. Just watch the announcement okay? video. That'll explain everything you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> um Darren, uh I don't know if you want people knowing this, but you're back in My back hurts right the now. The C A L I F O R N I A. Did I spell did I spell uh, it? Uh right? yes. I am back in uh, in California, and Jake is back in Colorado, so to speak. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so we're back to the old, uh, old format of just calling each other and then recording that way. Um, Not having to smell each other, it's uh, probably going to make for better episodes. Um, more than likely, well, yes. We agreed. We agreed that we wouldn't talk about Star Wars anymore. But Darren did have to bring it up again. Um, uh, I didn't bring it up so, last time. That was you, as far as I remember. <laughs> yeah, but you brought it up this time. I know. Uh, Darren, how has your week been? Uh, it's been, it's been an uh, interesting week, and um. Like, New Year's was weird. Did you do anything? Did we talk after New Year's? I don't think we did, did we? Uh, I texted you. Oh, yeah. Great. Let me, uh, let's, uh, uh this is what I was going to say for my week, so I'll just pull it up. Uh, let's just see. Uh, got some, some messages about the, all right, so, uh, last Thursday, which was, what day was that? Uh, last Thursday. Thursday was the second. I texted you at four eighteen. I said, "When are you leaving?" You said Saturday. Oh yeah, we were supposed then to hang later out. in the day. That's right. I said, "I said, do you want to get lunch or something tomorrow? Actually, dinner." 
Darren doesn't text me that day. He doesn't text me on Friday. Saturday, he texts me at 6 a.m. I still have your flash no, drive. No, I texted you. I have... Jake, your phone's fucked up. This has happened before. I did text you and you asked if you wanted, if you wanted to get lunch. And I said, I'm going to go... I have to go get with my dad tonight because you... It was like the last day I was in there. So I had to get dinner with my dad. I'm trying to find it right now. Well, I didn't get that text. I think your phone's fucked up. That's what I think. Yeah. Do you want to well, get lunch or something tomorrow? Actually, dinner. I'm getting dinner with... Actually, I'm getting dinner with my dad. Oh. Well, if you look here... Well, that's fucked up. That's... Okay, that explains a lot. My that phone. explains why you don't get texted, <laughs> why I don't get texted back. But I don't I don't go and put you on blast on Snickles about it. My phone is attempting to sabotage our friendship. Little does it know. Uh, it's doing a good thing for both of us. Yeah, cuz this is a this is a friendship forged in hell. Um <laughs> uh, I wouldn't use the word friendship anymore. Ever since you hung out with your dad instead of oh me. Oh, my God. So ridiculous. Jake is anti... Uh, this he's, is trying to, he's trying to um, drop the patriarchy, so he's against all fathers of all kind. This visit has been me trying to hang out with people and them try- having to hang out with their parents. Has been a, a theme. Well, yeah, everybody from out of town, like, <laughs> it makes sense because, like, people from out of town, like, when I went back into town for Colorado, it was like I would get texts from friends and family every day just being like, hey, what are you doing today? And then I'd be like, ah, I can hang out. And then they're like, okay. And then, like, my family would plan something with me and they would be like, hey, yeah, let's let's get dinner. We're paying and we're also, like, down the street and then my friend's like hey come across the state of colorado to come see me and then pay and then buy me food i'm like okay i have to like i have to weigh i have to weigh everything out here um it's unfortunate but yes it's like several things happen at once and you gotta find what's the best one for you that's just this is how my week i'm your number one I'm your number one. I understand that, Jake, but... Um, we also tried to hang out with friend of the pod, Ryan. I know. Well, Ryan was uh, the true... Ryan was... Re- never been Ryan a guest. Ryan was really the one who dropped He's, everything. Wait, has he? Yes. Was he a guest? I believe once or twice. Really? Long, Long time, time ago. ago. Uh, before, before Funny 20. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically a different show. Yeah, I I was trying to orchestrate a hang with him. Uh, Darren and I talked about it, and then I waited about four days to send a text asking if he wanted to hang out. At which point, he had plans with his mom, who was in town. So and that uh, was another that was another version of of exactly what I was talking <laughs> about. Where like my mom that night that we were hanging out, my mom was like, "We need to have dinner again." She was like, "Also, my parents were being like." We need to see you the beginning, the middle, and the end, and every day in between of when you're here, or else the world, or else we're not <laughs> going to see you again, and you're going to die. And I was like, y'all are crazy. Like, I saw my mom, like, two days before I left, and then as I was leaving, she was like, you need to see me again, right before you leave. And I was like, mom, come on now. <laughs> this is that time. <laughs> this is the time that I'm seeing you the last time. Um, 
Because I wasn't staying with her. I was staying with my sister. So anyway, uh, yeah. And that was one of those nights we were supposed to hang out with Ryan where I was getting that, like, last dinner with my mom. And I, I, like, let everyone know. I was like, hey, guys, I might need to pop out early so I can go see my friends. And then Ryan just hits us with that text. It's like, nah, I'm not. Nah. Nah, dog. Ugh. Uh, anyway. Got shit to do, but, you know. No, it was... I want to make it clear it was my fault for waiting too long to tell him that we were in town. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It happens. Ryan's a busy guy, too. He's very busy. Yeah. Um, Uh, Did you have other stuff to talk about with your week? Not really. That's really all I was... You you segued in perfectly. That's really all I was going to say. All right. I'll just say real quick, uh, yesterday... My girlfriend and I went up to Dillon, Colorado. Uh, Colorado, for some people out there. I just like to say it both ways. Uh, We went to the Ice Castles. Have you ever seen this, Darren? No, but I think I've heard of them. It's pretty sick. They make this... I mean, it's just like a giant... It's just a giant, like, freestanding structure made out of icicles. Can you go inside it? Yeah, you go, it's like, there's like a big perimeter wall that you don't go, that you don't like interact with. You don't, you're not supposed to touch or lick it. Uh, and then inside there's like different, there's like that's slides. That's a common, by the way, that's a common instruction for most things in Denver. Don't touch or lick. You'd be surprised how many <laughs> people touch and lick everything. Uh, yes, that's true. I had to tell Darren when he came to my house and after my parents reminded me. Yeah. <laughs> Of the rules. Uh, there's slides. There's, like, places you crawl through. It's just, like, this insane... It's just hand-built out of icicles. You just, like, use water to form them together, I guess. Huh. Uh, and there's, like, lights inside the ice that, like, lights up different colors. And it's just beautiful. Um, a couple asked me to take their picture. And there was, like, this really beautiful, like giant colored ice thing behind them and it was just like all so backlit i couldn't get their faces at all in the picture and i was just like trying so hard and the lady was like okay if you're if you it's if you can't get it it's fine i'm like i haven't taken the picture yet i'm (laughs) i was just messing with the settings that whole time (laughs) Uh so i've got a i've got a picture here maybe i can try to show you it looks like one of those Apple commercials from, like, the, the early 2000s where it's just the silhouettes dancing on the colorful backgrounds. You can't see... You can't make out any features no, of us. They should... It looks <laughs> good, but, yeah, it's definitely... You can't yeah. see any of you guys at all. The background looks they amazing. They should just have... <laughs> they should just have, like, a, a default ones where it's like, okay, a boy and a girl, we'll just send you a picture and you can pretend it's you. <laughs> Two boys got it. Group of four girls, all right. <laughs> yeah, they should just Photoshop. Uh, uh, I, I always wished, you know, they, they would Photoshop another man's uh, body over mine in a lot of pictures, just automatically, but they don't have that technology yet. Uh, here's a cool video I took going down a slide. Oh, is that, that's in the ice castle? Dude, that yeah. is, okay, that's like bringing back memories of this crazy <laughs> dream I had. Uh... <laughs> Dude, I know it's like kind of cringy for like on a podcast to talk about dreams, but 
there was like a haunted house I went to in this dream and it was just like it was the long it was like a three hour long slide and you got to pick <laughs> you got to pick your tunnel and there was spooky things in the slide and then at a certain point like everyone else like got injured and they got they had to get taken out off of the slide and I was like I want to get off of this slide this is taking too long and then I started leading a pack who were trying to figure out how to get down the slide and I just like let them out of the slide but some of them got picked off <laughs> I know it's kind of cringy to do this but let me just do it <laughs> yeah uh all right Darren this has been a quick little intro. Let's talk. Let's let's get into it. The yeah, this meat. is gonna be a. I'm this sure is gonna be a long one if we don't get into it soon. We talked about it last episode. What this would be. Um, this is a big one. So should we just? Yeah, it's our top ten of the tens. Uh, we may never have. We may never have. Uh, hopefully, we do have another list like this. But this may be the only time we ever have this list. God, if, Darren, if we're doing this in another 10 years, ugh, I don't uh, know. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was incredibly challenging. Yeah, this was tough. Uh, I am, I, first of all, I'm 100% sure that there are movies that I forgot to even put on my I short list. On. Uh, I, I, what I did was I went through mo- like movies that were released each year, and I went through like a pretty long list, and I just put put all the ones that I liked on a list. I got about thirty, I'd say, and then from there I was able to take like ten off fairly easily, and then getting from twenty to ten was very difficult. Uh, I don't know how satisfied I am with my list. Uh, part of it is I wanted. I didn't want it to be my top ten movies of the the decade and then have, like, six from the last two years, you know? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It was, it was really tough. I kind of ran into that issue quite a bit, too. Uh, do, do you have any... Do you want to say anything about putting your list uh, together? It was tough. I had to get on Google a lot and remind myself of what... Like what came out when and figure out if my list was at all accurate because uh, it was tough to even remember because I mean, I'm one of those people who thinks that 2000 was only 10 years ago. <laughs> so like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I just one of those guys, I'm one of those guys, you know, I'm one of those peeps uh, and I'm a boomer. Uh, I'm tried and true boomer um so yeah i had a lot of trouble figuring out just what the fuck to 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 put on this list and i kind of judged it so this wasn't necessarily what i think uh like most people would define the 2010s as these were just what i define my own 2010s as oh yeah so like we could make an entirely different list of movies that we think um, the 2010 people will remember the 2010s by, uh, and that's those, uh, those are all, if it, all the movies I'm thinking that come to mind in that list would be all great movies too, but they just, you know, to me personally, they didn't speak to me in, in the same way that these ones on my personal list did. Um, we, I don't think we should what, do that w- list, but to, 
to get to my last 10, which again, very difficult, I really asked, like, which of these movies would I watch again today? Which would I be excited to watch again today? Because, like, there are movies that I loved, and I would watch them again in the future, but, like, right now... So it's like, which ones right now, if I had to pick, like, 10 movies of the last 10 years... If I had to pick, like, 10 movies to go on an island for, like, a month or something, and I only had these 10 movies, like, I'd be, I'd be satisfied Oh, yeah, I'd be really... This. Yeah, I think that's a good... That's a good gauge of it. I, I would be very happy with that, with these movies as well. Um, uh, the Order... It, it's so tough, man. <laughs> this is like, well, this is also like a really big ask because there's so many great movies that came out in the 2010s. Like so many that I think will go down as classics one day, you know, and the ones that will, people will think like, oh yeah, 2015, like the 2010s, man, that was this movie. It's, it was all about this movie. Like that was the hangover I too. I can tell you, uh, I didn't put, some of easily what I would call the biggest movies of the 2010s on here. I didn't put any of those. I, like I said, it's just movies that sp- that spoke to me in, in general. Um, yeah, I agree with that yeah. a lot. So anyway, let's start her up, Jake. Why don't you go first? Unless you have something else to say. No. Uh, uh, I also tried... I. I tried a little bit to get some, like, variation of, like, directors and stuff. Uh, like, I, I, it wasn't a hard rule or anything. I just tried a little bit to have, like, some different stuff on my yeah. movies. Anyway, my number 10 is Whiplash. It's, uh... That was almost my number 10. <laughs> it was literally my number 10 for, like, the first entire week that I wrote this list. And then I, and then I eventually just... Square, bumped it off. All right. Well, uh, it's. I mean, it's such a good movie. It's. Uh, I, I've talked about it on the podcast several times. I'm pretty sure, but like, it just starts. It just starts and goes, and then it just like gets so. It, the, the tension builds so much. It's just like crazy. Uh, the performances are great. It's just like, it's only like an hour and forty minutes or something, which is like. I mean, the movies are too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, it's such a good movie. And for like his first movie, just like incredible. It's not, it's not as visually appealing as La La Land, I wouldn't say. But like, I think the story is more interesting. And it's just like, it just really goes the whole I time. I do, I think it's interesting how, because that was the movie, because La La Land was a, I believe the movie he wanted to be his first movie and he couldn't afford it because it's such a lofty budget. Uh, but I think he made whiplash to as like a, a form of creating the hype and like the production, the money that, that it would need mm-hmm. to make La La Land. And it's funny because I like La La Land as a movie, but I think Whiplash is better. And I think it's funny that the movie yeah. that he made to make the less better <laughs> movie was like, you know, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my number 10 of the 2010s is Ex Machina. Um, 
Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> this is going to happen a lot, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> we're just going to name movies. I We haven't even gotten to the, you know, we're only on 10, but I guarantee... I didn't even put that on my short list. It, was, I didn't, it didn't come up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's such a good movie. Uh, <laughs> like I said, Whiplash was my number 10, and then Ex Machina just bumped it off. This was really fucking hard. This was really hard. I'll put, I'll put Ex Machina at my number 11. <laughs> yeah, wait, I'd say Whiplash <laughs> is my number 11, too. Um, yeah, Ex Machina is a really good... I mean, I'm a sci- I love sci-fi, and this is like... It's, it's funny. It's only three people for the whole movie. It's... Uh, that's not true, Darren. At the beginning, when he oh, gets recruited, there's other people. I guess, yeah, and then the very end, there's all there's those the helicopter too. Guy? Yeah, okay. The helicopter pilot? Sure, Jake. Uh, <laughs> it's three people, and uh, the set design is like real. It's Actually, it's not three people because it's two people and an God AI. Fucking damn it. Three lead actors is what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's really <laughs> impressive how they bridged the gap between having this like sterile and contemporary. Uh, set design that also had so much like mystery behind it and you wondered why certain things were placed certain areas Um, I believe that if I'm not mistaken I think that the movie was inspired by Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep Um, same as like Blade Runner probably Um, and uh I think it is it's so good cuz it's funny, it's dr- it's dramatic and it's scary. Like it it is one of it's not a horror movie. I would not call it a horror movie, but the implications that it brings are like they seem very real and they're very scary. Uh Yeah. So, yeah, I mean Ex Machina is is a great movie. That's my number 10. Uh to do the thing that I got mad at Darren for doing earlier. When I was watching Star Wars, I was just looking at Poe, and I was like, this is the guy who was in Ex Machina? Like, <laughs> they were both in there. How far have, has he fallen? Yeah, Donald Gleason and, <laughs> and uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my number nine, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, I really, really loved this movie when I first saw it. I've cooled on it a little bit just because I've seen it three times, and yeah. so... Which does, it doesn't sound like that many times, but for like a movie that's like this big and like emotionally just beats you up at times, I think it like three times is a lot. Uh, plus, when you're as smart as I am, you just sort of get it after three viewings. Jake loves seeing people fuck peaches. <laughs> Jake loves Jake that's loves true. fruit sex. Well, are we talking about how many times I've watched that scene? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because the. If you add up just the length of that scene, it's probably a fourth, <laughs> a fourth screening, <laughs> a fourth viewing. Uh, I knew that was going to be on your list. I just thought it, I kind of thought it would be higher. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's, I, I mean, first of all, this was an, impo- an, an impossible task. Uh, movies that, I think, I think that I've made some exclusions that Darren's going to be bad about. I mean. Uh, that's my no, guess. No, I can't, I can't be that, man. I'm sure I will, though. I'm sure you're um, right. That's why I included uh, them. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's a movie that I love. Uh, but I, like I said, if I, if I had to pick a movie to watch tomorrow, I might not pick that one just because I have seen it 
three times, and it's like a, a, a big, long movie. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice coming-of-age tale. Um, my number nine movie is Interstellar. Um, another right. sci-fi. I think m- probably most of the movies I have on this are sci-fi. Uh, Interstellar, I think, came out kind of underrated as a Nolan movie. It's definitely... I think I feel like it's most people's. I don't know. I can't really. I was about to say it's most people's least favorite Nolan movie. Dunkirk. Uh, well, Dunkirk. Well, is getting a lot of. I think much due attention, like, kind of long after its release, because Dunkirk is really yeah. good. Dunkirk is uh, how do the kids say baller? I would. I would. I would say, but uh, Interstellar is really well written. It's very unique in terms of just the way the the twist kind of plays out. Um, it's like yeah, uh, every actor does a really good performance. There's a lot of gut wrenching uh, scenes in there, and it's just it it has a lot. I think. It's it's kind of like the 2010s version of 2001: A Space Odyssey, in my opinion. What a bold stance! I I stand by it. It's got every. It's got all yeah. the elements, and it's still a much different story. Uh, I I would say like uh since since maybe since his Batman stuff, because like his his really early stuff. It's sort of unknown. Yeah, definitely like f- like to the general following public. and Memento and yeah and Insomnia. Dude, even even Batman Begins, like I feel like that was the Batman movie that went under the radar. And I mean, it was huge when it came out, yeah. but I was still. F- I remember as a kid, I was like, no one seems to really care about this Batman movie. But anyway. I would say since then, Interstellar is the one that like. It seems like it underwhelmed people or something, but it's a, I don't know. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Go for your number eight, Jake. My number eight is Inception. Uh, I included Holy this shit. on the list instead of Interstellar. Uh. Just because I I I, I like this movie a little bit more than Interstellar. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I haven't seen it in a while, and I've seen Interstellar more recently, you know? There's just, like, that little bit of distance that makes movies seem better. Yeah. Uh, but I remember, like, watching this in the theater, and just, like, it, it just blew my mind. And then when it, when it ended, I got it, and everyone else around me was like, what's going on? And I was like, you fucking idiots. Uh, everyone get in line, and I'll let you know what happened. Um, <laughs> uh, I remember posting a thing on Facebook about the ending of uh, Christopher Nolan explains the ending, like why he made the top wobble at the end of that movie. And uh, Jake's the only, the comment that I remember was Jake's comment where he said, IDK, I just thought it was funny (laughs) as if that's what Christopher (laughs) Nolan, that's how he explained the top wobbling at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this true? you commented that. (laughs) (laughs) And I I posted it thinking like, oh, this is really interesting. And then Jake was like, uh, Jake Jake in post just wrote, IDK, I just thought it was funny. (laughs) Wow. Uh, 
I'm a su- I'm super. Funny. I think is a way <laughs> better explanation than what he actually said. Because um, what he said was uh, very convoluted, to- and I can't even remember. The top wasn't his totem, is the thing. It was his wife's. Uh, so it's just to get people to thinking. Uh, I, I, it's just, I mean, it's, it's a movie that blows your mind and it's, I mean, visually it's amazing. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, Hey, what if we did Dr. Strange, but before Dr. Strange existed and then they did it. <laughs> yeah. They, they stole from Dr. Strange before Dr. Strange existed. <laughs> I mean, he didn't know. Uh, I mean, the, the movie, but the comics existed. No. Yeah, obviously. Jake's very mad right now. He's fuming right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Interstellar, like you said, it's a great movie. Uh, my one big takeaway when I saw it is, why did Anne Hathaway get a nose job? Uh, you, it, it's just kind of weird. Like, <laughs> She's an actress, Jake. She makes her money off of that. Come on now. You can't get too mad at that. <laughs> What are you saying? She wasn't beautiful She's, before. She is gorgeous, Jake. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was strange. Uh, yeah, in, Inception. Doctor and like strange. I said, I was trying. Interst- oh God. Interstellar <laughs> maybe could have made this list, but I tried to. I tried to do some different stuff. Uh, so number eight, Inception. Um, my number eight, another sci-fi movie, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Another movie where. Mm. Didn't even knew really like that was this was his decade, man. He fucking killed it with all of his movies. I mean, I think Prisoners came out before 2010. I think that was 20, 2000. No, it did. It did. It came out like 20. No, it was 2010. I it think. was. Uh, no, it was after. Or it was in the yeah, decade. Yeah, because I remember I was I, in college when it came out, decade. so it had to have been after 2010. Um, 2013. Yeah. So, dude, didn't even knew killed it. This this decade, man. He, all of his movies have been good. Sicario. It, it, it was tough picking my favorite one, but I was like, dude, I had to recognize Denny Veneu, um, because all of his movies were have been just so good, and uh, yeah, like he made Sicario. He made Blade Runner twenty forty nine, um, and I think I picked Blade Runner because, um. As I think it was really underrated when it came out because I think people were worried that you can't make a Blade Runner sequel. And I was I went mm-hmm. in like going, oh, fuck, this is this. They fucked up here. This is not gonna, There's no way this is going to be good. Uh, and I watched it and I came out and I was like, dude, that completely works as a sequel. Like everything about it works. I mean, it goes very it, it makes this, I haven't seen it yet. Oh shit. Okay. You seriously haven't seen Blade Runner 2049? <laughs> uh-uh. This is exactly what I'm saying when I say like cuz okay, so it was like it wasn't panned or anything, but it made like not very good money. I don't know if that was for marketing or what. Maybe it was the time it was released. But it didn't make very good money at all when it was released. And it kind of had a short theater run because of that. So, uh, yeah. you need to see it, Jake. It's really good. The, the twists, 
I, oh god, there's just twists and turn everywhere. I don't want to go too much more into it. I, I will just compliment on the 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 set design's really good. The soundtrack is really well done. It's intense. Uh, it seems like really real with uh, everything. Like all the camera work is really realistic. Uh, I picked this one because it was the most memorable for me because I think it's I respect sci-fi so much because it's really hard to do. Um, Cause yeah, Sicario is also really fucking good. Prisoner's really fucking good. Uh, so yeah, um, that's my that's my number eight. Jake, you need to you absolutely I, need to see. I it. really want to see it. Jesus, uh, I'll give you my voodoo password and you can watch it then. <laughs> uh, two points to make. The first, uh, Darren picked Blade Runner twenty forty nine over Sicario, movie that he has said on this podcast before was perfect. So. Uh, <laughs> Maybe, uh, did I? Sicario yeah. is, yeah. I, okay, yeah. Sicario is very fucking good. Um, so, yeah, that means the Blade second Runner thing, is uh, perfect. From time to time on this, on this podcast, we will uh, talk about an old movie and how, just because it's old, like, sometimes people respect it more than they should. And is Blade Runner good? I, is it a good I movie? I think so. I think it's ahead of its time, and I think it holds up. I think just just is, just judging by the fact uh, that it holds up so well makes it good. It's kind of boring, is all I have to say. Okay, that's fine. Uh, anyway, what are we on to? Number sevens? Uh, number seven, yeah. Uh, my number seven, Drive. There you go. Uh... What does that mean? There you, I said, there you go. What, what does that mean? Jake's getting very offended. Jake's having <laughs> a you people moment. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, there you go, Jake. Drive. There you go. Drive is such a good movie. Uh, from the... Like, from the beginning, where it's the promise of this getaway driver, it's super interesting. Brian Cranston's in it. He's great. Uh, the guy who played Hellboy's in it. He's great. Uh, I mean, Ryan Gosling, always Ron great. Ron uh, Yeah. Uh, it's like the story is just excellent. There's so many moments that really stuck with me. Uh, when I worked at a movie theater at the Alamo... We were, we were showing it in the trailer. I swear to God, I saw... Somehow I went into every theater when this trailer was showing. So it's just like burnt into my memory, the whole thing. Um, it's just, it's so good. Uh, I just love this movie. Uh, I loved it again when I saw it as Baby Driver. Um, I love that he just took the exact same plot... It's super cool. Uh, Did he? He didn't. It wasn't the exact basically. same. Uh, very similar. <laughs> it's about a getaway driver who is doesn't talk very much, lacks social skills, meets a girl who he wants to spend time with instead of doing his getaway driver thing. Yeah, but the relationship gets involved in organized crime. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, totally different, totally different tonally and everything. Yeah. But, 
That that fucking scene where it's Brian Cranston shakes his hand and then gets his fucking wrist slit. He shakes Ron Perlman's hand, right? And then Ron Perlman slits his wrist with a fucking straight That razor. wasn't Ron Perlman. I believe that was... Um, uh, God, what is his name? Oh, no, it's the other guy. I'm, trying to, I'm finding his name now. Uh, the, guy, the guy at the racetrack or whatever. You know um, what I'm talking about. Albert Brooks. Sorry, Albert Brooks. That was Albert Brooks that Albert Brooks, yeah. That's just... Like, that is... So great! It's just so, it's such a good it's such a good movie, uh, yeah. All all of these are gonna be good movies. So maybe I could stop saying that about all of them. <laughs> um, my number seven. We've talked about it on this before. Hereditary. That's my number seven. Um, all right. Uh, so this one came as a surprise to me. My writing this myself because. I kept saying, you know, when I watched it, I was like, I was like, you know, for most of the movie, I was like, none of this is like really scary conventionally. None of this is like conventionally scary. And then I think the last probably 30 minutes is like one of the most terrifying experience. It's like seared into my memory. And I walked out of the theater, not that scared. But then when I got home into a dark house with my, my parents were gone, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is creepy now. Like, this is scary. And it was and then when my parents came home, I was like, this is almost scarier that they're home and like sleeping in the dark than because of the movie. Um, yeah. And I think this movie will legitimately go down as, uh, you know, like. This will be one of the most remembered horror movies of this decade. Uh, I I think it's up there with like The Exorcist. Um, it's of movies this decade. Of movies this decade. I think yeah. I think it's up there in terms of all horror movies. Yeah, it's it's up there with The Exorcist and and those types of movies. It was just really really well done. Um, everything just builds. Uh, there's some really. F- fucked up stuff that happens pretty early on in the movie and you're just and you kind of watch it and you're like what why anyway <laughs> uh yeah that's my number seven is the exorcist a little bit boring absolutely not the def- are you joking me with the fucking the backwards crawl coming down no, the stairs look, look fuck no are there are there excellent moments of course but does it drag at times I mean, maybe it's really fucking scary. I think when it drags, it's from it's a movie from its era. So it builds a lot of suspense. Just keep that in mind. I don't know. Uh, OK. My number six, uh, Logan. Uh, I don't I hadn't seen very many of the X-Men movies when I saw this one, uh, which it's kind of weird that I liked it as much as I did because, like, I think if you had all that passion for Wolverine, like, you might feel more emotionally connected or you might feel just sick of the franchise, uh, having seen all of them now. Uh, I just, I love, it's a superhero movie that is barely a superhero movie. Uh, we always talk about how the best superhero movies are a blank movie and a superhero movie. Uh, Dark Knight is like a crime movie. 
this is, I, I don't know what the term for this, like, I feel like you could have cast Clint Eastwood as Wolverine and like it would have felt very much the same. It's just like a, it's like a Clint Eastwood, he's like kind of quiet, old, aging, just like trying to get through, you know. Uh, so I guess it's a Clint Eastwood superhero movie. <laughs> uh, well, it does retain a lot of that um, Western feel yeah. to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't call it a Western. I don't know. But it's, I just, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, oh, I just thought of another movie that's not on here that I guarantee you're going to have. Anyway. <laughs> you can't that's not cool of you jake you you absolutely not you cannot not have movies that i have on mine uh you would think in the future for our listeners it'd be good to have differences so that they could have more suggestions to, on movies to watch uh <laughs> anyway uh yeah it's just it's i mean it's a really good movie it made me go back and watch every x-men movie a decision that i do regret to this day um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It, I love Logan. Uh, that's a, that is a great movie. I didn't, it's not on my list. Um, God damn it. But I still do think it's a fantastic movie. Um, it's amazing. And it, I think that kind of put James Mangold on the map for me as a director. So now anytime I hear he's like attached to something, I'm like, oh, that's, probably going to be pretty good because he also did the the Wolverine which wasn't the best movie but I liked it nonetheless I thought it was still lots of fun oh he did walk the line um, I was wondering I knew I saw one of his movies recently oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah that's also a great movie yeah um oh okay, he did identity cool. too oh wow he's done a lot of good ones oh and he did Oliver and Company so well I think isn't he did Oliver and Company I just watched that movie Wait, really? That's, that's not a good movie. Yeah, I did. <laughs> like, well, New Year's Eve, I went to my friend's house and he was watching it for whatever fucking reason. And then I got there and then like when I saw he was watching it, I kept making fun of him for it. And he was like, dude, I just want to watch the movie. And I was like, <laughs> well, this movie sucks. It's not it's not a good movie. I don't like that movie. Um, Dom DeLuise plays the uh, sketchy homeless guy in that movie. Oh, he's uh, making he's- identity. <clears throat> Identity is actually not the good movie, right? That's that's the one with like who Sandra Bullock or something. No, it's there's know. a bunch of people on an island. Oh, I don't know that. Uh, one. James Mangold okay. is making a a a Bob Dylan biopic with uh, Timothy Chalamet. I heard about that. Yeah, I that's very that. interesting. Uh, um, anyway, uh, my number. Are we on six now? Yeah. My number six is Moonlight. Uh, I really thought this movie was so good. Um, it's I saw this with uh, <laughs> I saw this with my friend, and I don't think he knew it was about um, like a, a gay man, and I think he. Uh, watched it and then w- w- kind of uh, he didn't he didn't I don't know he I, he liked it but he just like he, I don't know he he was kind of being <laughs> weird he kind of was being weird after that night after we watched it uh, but we're still friends he's still a good guy um, uh, but uh, yeah it's 
just such a it was it's so visually well choreographed it's like a poem uh i think in fact i think it is literally based on a poem but i think i did before i even knew it was about a poem i got a i got away watching that movie and uh just thought about how poetic it was to i was like that's this is the first time I've really thought of a movie as like a poem. Uh, and I've noticed new things. It's just this simple, super simple, like story about this guy's life. And I kept going back to it and noticing different things about it. Um, and I think, I hope that this movie gets remembered as one of the movies that kind of define the decade because, it's really good, and it was kind of the first time that people have uh, explored different styles of romantic relationships in movies, and I think that that is an important step to take in cinema. So, yeah, Moonlight is my number six. Uh, our third ever episode, Beach Motif. Uh, we, we discussed this movie. Uh, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Uh... All right, it's it's. I mean, it's a great movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. My number. Everybody f- says La La. It's always between La La Land and Moonlight, and that was like the, another thing about this movie was the the controversial flub at the Oscars that year. How Moonlight actually? Yeah. Won. Anyway, Where I think that that's my fucking only, idiot. My that might be my only best picture on this on this. Uh, well, it might be my only best picture, I suppose. Oh, anyway. Darren's saying that one of his other future movies might win going forward. Well, <laughs> one of my future Probably movies not. is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my number five, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, I mean, we've talked about this so many times on the show before. It's, it's beautiful. The story's really good. It... It does a great job of, like, being a new Spider-Man story and making fun of how many Spider-Man stories there are. And just, like, it has... it. It's such a good superhero movie. It has that feel, that, like, crossover feel that comic books give you where you're, like, reading all these different comics that, like, come together. It It's so funny. It has, like, meta humor, which is just, like, you know, it's got that... that that meta Deadpool humor. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a great movie. W- what else is there to say that we haven't said before? It's gorgeous. Every frame is a painting, I think Darren said. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, I, I, did, I was about to put that movie on my list, and I ultimately decided not to. Just because, I mean, not that it's a bad movie, but I, I don't know. I just didn't get on my top ten list. But, um, yeah, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I think it's maybe, I think it probably is the best animated film of the decade. I would say that much. Uh, and I remember, like, Alexa, I watched this movie. When did Shrek come out? <laughs> God damn it, Jake. Oh, whew. I, it came out. It came out in two thousand and one, uh, and okay. I, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I forgot which decade. We were, I, I feel like two thousand was ten years ago, so I forgot which decade uh, we were talking about. 
You're one of those guys. <laughs> uh, I remember seeing um, Into the Spider-Verse in San Diego downtown at this theater, and there was, like, nobody in San Diego. And I don't think it... Like, that was maybe... Like, going to that movie, coming out... Like, it was kind of cold because it was Thanksgiving. But I remember coming out... Uh, with, I was just, like, with my buddy the whole day. We, like... Uh, his mom, like, booked a hotel room, and he was just like... You oh, yeah. Just... <laughs> so, like... We talked about oh, this yeah, on the I pod, too. I told this too. story. <laughs> that was, like... The the day... During the day of that, that was, like... <laughs> I was kind of just amazed by how well everything was going, like, the whole day. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't... It was... It was really wild, and that movie just, like, kind of topped it off so that movie kind of harbors like a lot of good memories uh movies really do like how you feel in the moment really does affect how you feel about a movie yeah i think so too uh um so wait are we saying what movies we didn't include as we go because i thought it'd be more suspense if we didn't but you have said a couple times that you didn't include movies Oh, well, it's not giving a definitive answer of the movies that I did include on my list. That's but, true. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I will move on to my number five, is it? Yeah, number five, right? Yes. Yeah, five. My number five is Drive. Ah, Drive five. there you go. Jake already <laughs> talked about it. I don't know what else, what more I can say about it that Jake hasn't. All around, it's just a better movie than Baby Driver. <laughs> Not that Baby Driver was bad, but I think Drive was just really good, and it just embraces its style so much. It's like the most art house movie I may have ever seen. <laughs> no, definitely, no, definitely not. But it's the, de- definitely not. But it's 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 one of the. It blends art and like coherent action together so well that I think it's definitely going to be hailed as a classic, you know, in the next 10 years. I don't think it's the top three most art house movies that director has made. Probably not. No, I haven't seen Neon Demon, but uh, anyway, Jake, what's your number four? Um, my number four. I'm sure we'll be hearing about this one later. I am sure of it. Uh, get out. Uh, no? Darren's shaking no. Dar- oh, my God. Darren forgot to include it. Darren just pulled out a thing <laughs> of whiteout from his desk. Uh, <laughs> he just crossed out Joker. Uh, <laughs> I'm not letting you see this list. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I mean, get out. We, uh, another movie we talked about so much on this list or on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's talk about it later. Okay. Uh, how do you know? How do you know what's on here? Well, I mean, if it's not, we'll talk about anyway. it later. Anyway, my, my number four is free solo. Wow. Uh, because I think if I think of the most intense, uh, theatrical experiences sitting in that chair in the theater uh, Free Solo comes to mind uh, almost every time it's definitely uh, I mean 
certainly my favorite documentary of all time. Uh, it's very, des- the hype around it is definitely deserved and it just shows so much. It's just like a comment to how much you can really achieve if you just kind of just, you know, bow your head through it and just try and get, put your entire self out there and get this thing done. Um, it just, I don't know. It just amazed me all around. It's so good. Um, yeah, free solo. I know. I I know you said you're gonna stop saying it's so good, but obviously I have. <laughs> I I said that I should. I not that I would. I said it like, multiple okay. times after I said that. Uh, <laughs> now we're in the top three. Yeah. And again, I want to say what I said when we did our top ten last episode, which is that. I don't see, like, a huge divide between my number three and my number four or whatever. Like, these are all excellent movies yeah. that... Yeah. I'd say you're not... My number one is definitely important. It's the most... I'd say it's, like, that's the one that, in my mind, kind of uh, defines the whole decade. We'll see what that is. But, I, I, like I said, I think a lot of it depends on, like, if I had to pick a movie, I wouldn't just say, okay, I'll watch my number one favorite. I would, like, what mood am I in, you know? And, like, what mood was I in when I made the list and all of that. Anyway, yeah. my number three, uh, Booksmart. Uh, I, I loved this movie. I watched it again after we did our episode last week. And it was funnier than I remembered. Uh, it's, it's so good, Darren. Uh, it was, one of the, it was one of those things where, like, I wasn't feeling great. I was, like, hanging out with my girlfriend and my brother, and, like, we were all just kind of tired, and we were like, let's just put, like, something fun on. And my brother was like, oh, I might, like, fall asleep as we're watching it, or I might go upstairs. And we put it this on. This movie? Really? Well, he, he hadn't seen it. Okay. And it, it was, like, midnight, and he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch a whole movie. And so we put it on, and he didn't check his phone the whole time. Wow. I don't think any of us... I think I got up once to get some water, and that was the only, like, distraction. We all just, we all just loved it. It's so good. Uh, wow. And it's, like, it's a, perfect, it's a perfect movie for that sort of situation where you just need, like, something lighthearted that you know you'll laugh at. My mom said it was underwhelming, but uh, what does she know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's an uh, excellent, excellent movie. Have you... Have you, you, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you've named it yet. I think you've just uh, talked about it, and then I... No, I said it was... I'm pretty sure I know... I said it was book smart. Oh. <laughs> I said way back at the beginning of all this. Oh, I thought, uh, I, I thought you were leading up to a big, na- a big name drop of it, and I, I didn't get that. No, I'm so pretty sure I said it was book smart. Well, it's book smart. Okay. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do love you do love that movie. I still have not seen Booksmart either, so you know I need to. I keep hearing it's very good. I've never, I've not heard once that it's a bad movie. Um, my number three is Joker. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really want to talk too much because <laughs> we've already talked it to death. It's really good, and um, you should all see it. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number two, just moving right along, uh, Parasite. 
Uh, a, a movie that we should talk about next week, I think. Uh, probably. Okay, okay. Just, I mean, just because we haven't like, really talked about it on the pod yet. We, we've, talked, we've talked around it, and I've talked about how much I loved it, but we haven't really dug into it. Um, no, we haven't. Again, everything I said last week holds true. It's, the tone is excellent. The co- it's, it's just a great movie. It's just great. It is really good, yeah. That's, that's um, all. My number two is Mad Max Fury Road. Remember uh, earlier when what? I said that I forgot a movie and you would be mad at me for forgetting it? <laughs> <laughs> this was it. <laughs> uh, I'm not mad at you for forgetting it. I've actually heard a lot of people hate this fucking movie because they're like, it's just a fucking chase scene. And that adds to exactly why I think this movie is so fucking good. Because it's a big chase scene and so much fucking happens. It's like, how do you make this movie? How do you make all these character, uh, all these character moments happen and make it more awesome than it already is? Put a guy on a guitar and a bungee (laughs) on a a bungee cord on a car with speakers behind him that shoots fire and make the entire movie a fucking chase scene. Uh, It's so good, dude. Like, it's it's amazing and um yeah it, it was tough to it was tough for me to like decide whether or not I should put this as my number 1 but yeah it's my number 2 uh something that we talk about is like a movie that just is so truly what it is and this is one of those movies that like like you said at every step oh fuck what's the director's name George Miller George Miller yeah George Miller was like how can i make this more ridiculous and then he would have yeah. an idea, and he's like, no, that's not nearly enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, what if they spray bl- uh, silver spray paint into their faces to uh, hype themselves up? <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Yeah, it's so good. I don't know if it would have made my list if I thought of it, but I don't think it was on my short... I don't know. I don't know how I missed it. Uh, but yeah, it's so good. Title episode right there. I remember, <laughs> I remember leaving, I remember leaving that theater and, uh, all of my friends like just looked at each other and I think the, f- this is the first time we've all just looked at each other and been like, that movie was really good. And it was like, it blew us away just how good it was. And I went to see it, like, I think two more times after that, maybe three wow. more. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think you saw this a lot. Wait, Darren, didn't you once see The Dark Knight back-to-back at the movie theater? Yeah, it was from the <laughs> She liked it more than I did, but I loved Dark Knight. <laughs> um, I, I've told this on the podcast before, but I saw this. I watched The Raid in a class, which is it's an hour and a half of just a building being raided by like a SWAT team. And it's as intense as that sounds. And then I watched this movie and it was just like, (laughs) all right, I'm just going to go sit down for 24 hours and not move. (laughs) (laughs) I've been assaulted. Yeah, it's, it is truly a masterpiece of just action. It's a, it's a masterpiece of action. That's really what it is. My number one. Here we go. Uh, Jake's number one movie of 2010 through 2020. This might be the movie I talked... Well, through 2019. 
Through 2019, sorry. Uh, this yeah. might be the movie I've talked about the most on the podcast, but it's The Lobster. Uh, I, I think this and The Others are tied. The Others? Or, sorry, I mean The Strangers, The Strangers, sorry. yeah. <laughs> the Strangers. Uh, yeah, it's... I mean, I... Okay, I'll say what I always say is that I get that a lot of people wouldn't like this movie. It's fucking weird. It's... The whole concept is strange. The execution is strange. It's not necessarily told in, like, a style that people recognize as modern American movie or whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's so good. Uh, (laughs) It's so funny. The concept is great. The story, like, the execution, it's really surprising and i think like the biggest thing the best thing a story can do is surprise you and it really did surprise me like every twist and turn of the way uh yeah i i love this movie i knew that was gonna be your number one i gotta i gotta say wow i knew (laughs) i knew that was i knew the lobster was gonna be your number one um yeah, I think The Lobster is a really good movie. Uh, I know people who hate it just because of its um, its nuance, because uh, it's so strange, and it is really enjoyable. It's dark humor. Just, I mean, it kind of sits with you for a while about what it means. People have drawn their own conclusions, which I think is very respectable about a movie like this. Uh does it count as a foreign film? Because uh, there's a lot of... I mean, John C. Riley is American. Yeah. There's a, there's a few Americans attached to it, but mo- for the most part, it's pretty international, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean... And definitely the style is not American. It's not an American-style movie. It's a foreign director, so... Yeah, he's Greek, I believe. Yes. I believe Yorgos Lanthimos is Greek. Yes. I think that... I do think... I have not seen uh, The Favorite, but I would say The Lobster is my favorite Yorgos Lanthimos movie. Mine too. Um, and I haven't seen Dogtooth, I guess. So I've really only seen two Yorgos Lanthimos <laughs> movies. But, um, yeah, The Lobster uh, is fantastic. Uh, very funny. My number one... Oh, Jake obvious. already knows. It's Get oh, Out. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's Get Out. I think it just defi- like it just redefined horror for me because nothing really it's not in your face horror. It's totally psychological. Yeah. It's got a social message. Uh you can enjoy and like that being said, you can enjoy it being a black man or a white man or a white woman or a black woman. Darren says from experience. Only, <laughs> those are the only <laughs> I swear to God, uh, if you're Asian and you want to see this movie, just see something else. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So don't see it unless you're one of those four. Um, no, it's 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 honestly really fucking good. Uh, psychologically, I think it... I mean, it, it's just a mindfuck. I like these <coughs> types of movies that are just mindfucks. Like, I like The Matrix and, you know... Um, I got the Matrix movie, the first time, just like Inception. Huh? What's that? I got the Matrix the first time I watched it, just like I did Inception. Yeah, Jake's just really smart. Um, he, he wants everybody to know how smart he is. Um, that's why he started a podcast. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I think 
There's like lots of really. This movie's scary and it doesn't. I don't think there's any jumps. Are there any jump scares in this movie? Uh, I think there. I think there's like one or two. Okay, maybe one or two jump scares, but this movie is scary with, and it like doesn't have the right to be that scary, but it is. Yeah, and um, it's mostly just because. It sticks with you, and uh, it kind of creeped me out about uh, rich white people in general, too. <laughs> um, and just, like, the relationship with other races. Um, and I think that says a lot about what it says about society. Uh, yeah, I, very good in my book. I think the comedy is perfect. I think the horror is perfect, and I think, like, the social messaging is perfect. Uh, yeah. I just, I think it's an excellent, excellent movie. Yeah. It's, like, a, it is truly, like, a trifecta of, um, I, I also love, I mean, my favorite movie of all time, we've said it, is Evil Dead 2. I've said it on the podcast, and that is because... I just love the feeling of being like scared and on edge. And then the next minute, you know, laughing, like laughing, laughing, laughing. And that's what this movie did. Uh, just very impressive movie. And from the first time, from a first time, it's hard to say he's a first time filmmaker. because <laughs> He was, he had been in Hollywood for so long yeah. and like probably gotten, but yeah, it's the first director, first like writer, director streak. His for first him, feature. Because, like, Key and Peele, yeah. they did for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's great. It's my number one. Uh, very, very good. Um, only two movies on both of our lists? Drive and Get Out? I think so. That's kind of crazy. Those are the only two shared movies. Uh, obviously, a lot of other movies that we both really like. Uh, I oh I I was tempted to include Moonrise Kingdom just because I didn't have anything for Wes Anderson. Uh, I was tempted to include uh, Django Unchained because I didn't have any. Tarantino. I thought about that too, but then I thought his last two movies have been bad, so I don't. <laughs> I d- okay. I don't think Tarantino. I honestly don't think. If Tarantino keeps making movies like the exact same way that he does, I don't think it's necessarily possible for him to make like a bad movie unless he just doesn't try because uh, this is I the- think he just makes movies that people just don't that just don't I don't know. He doesn't make he his language of film is just so much different from every other filmmaker that I feel like if he does something bad it's almost like he's doing it intentionally i mean this is a this is a this is a a lot of people might see this as a stretch this but is, sounds I think like some like, real fanboy shit yeah if you think that if you think these movies fan, are bad even, because you don't get them they're not for you <laughs> i'm obviously not they're a tarantino fanboy none educated. of my movie none of his movies made my list <laughs> it does sound like some fanboy shit but i don't know yeah i I don't know. It it really might be that thing where like if you, if you don't like one of his movies, it's like you just didn't get it. I don't know. That's like the only person I can say. Oh, because I don't oh, like fuck. all of his movies. There's a dog. 
Oh, hey, Bob. I got dogs. I got dogs my in my basement. Yeah. Okay. I got puppies in my basement. Yeah. Saul Goodman. <laughs> uh, that wraps it up. Uh, I just want to say an amazing. I just wanted to say I didn't include Moonlight because I. I loved it, but it was, it was it's just long, and I don't like long movies. Uh, I like it. Is Moonlight long? Isn't it only like an hour forty-five? Is it? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, it is an hour fifty-five. Damn. I'm not sure. Well, okay. Uh, some 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 that almost made the list though: Arrival, Annihilation, Eighth Grade. Social Network. Eighth grade was tough for me, too. Social I, Network. I, Tanya, I thought that's about. That's one. Social Network tops everybody's fucking decade list, and I don't understand why, because it's not that it's a bad movie, but I just, I don't know. It, it, it just made the, it just made the, the, the shortish list. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even put anyway. I didn't even put Ex Machina on here. Jesus. Jake. Or Mad Max. Uh, yeah, you got some work to do. I didn't even have a short list though. <laughs> I just kind of had a mental short list. It is a new decade, a uh, new a new hope, a new horizon. Uh, do you have any any last thoughts, Darren? I yeah I think. That we should all work together to make the 20s, the 1920, the, ni- the 19 and the 2020s. We should make the, because t- this is the, if, if the 1920s predicted anything correctly, then this is the year, this is the decade we're going to get time machines. Um, that's not true. Something could happen this decade. Uh, if the 1920s predicted everything correctly. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, we need to work together. Don't try, don't like folk. There's this focus that like the the 2020s are going to be a repeat of the 1920s. Darren, we've talked about this. It's, and it's just going to be like, everyone's like, it's just going to be like the 2000s version of the 1920s. Don't know. Years are man-made. Okay. Time is a construct. And... It doesn't matter uh, what fucking decade it is. Shit is going to change anyway. So just make it the best you can. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Darren, we already talked about this last episode. Uh, and I think the one before that. <laughs> my only message is to make 2020, make, make it your decade, everybody. Uh, 2020s, uh, it's a year. How can they make it their decade? I mean, make 2020s. Uh, Jake just took a shit, like, in his seat. He just took a shit. Darren just took a shit on all our listeners just saying that. This is why I was like, we need to have a YouTube, because I'm tired of explaining all the visuals that Jake shows (laughs) him, like, taking shits uh, and all this stuff. We need to show these people. 
Um, Jake, what do you have to say? Uh, funny twenty. It's hey, it was bleak out there for a little while. Let's just try to find the brighter side of things. Let's try to be better to each other, do better things. Uh, that's all. Uh, and you know what? It's a new decade, but don't text in movies, okay? And if you do, don't. Turn your phone off, turn your sound off, turn your watch off if it makes light. Just, just fucking, I don't want to interact with anyone this whole decade. Just don't go to a movie anymore. Don't go to any, any movies. I don't, don't see anything. I don't want to have other people's existence known to me. Is that too much to ask? I don't. Yeah, I don't want to see anybody. Uh, I don't want to see anybody either. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for... If, if you do listen, thanks for listening. Uh, if you don't listen, thanks for thinking about listening to this. Um, Check us out on, on YouTube. There's some good stuff up there. We're gonna be making, yeah, we're gonna be making some more stuff, so um, watch out for that. And yeah, just stay cool. And remember, the rivers of humanity will flood through again. No, it's a new decade, Jake. All right, that's that's it for me. <laughs>